Whether we commit seppuku by our own hands or are crucified by the executioner, our ultimate end is to die. This is a band of death, but death with honor. Hello and welcome to episode 322 of Under the Call of MS. This is a normal Tuesday comics and MS episode. Um, it's a very goofy week this week, so I'm trying to get things out somewhat normal. Get some things done. Um, just running off a little behind. It's like I go to the dentist yesterday. Find out they're going to make my teeth all over again because they're finally admitting that my teeth are shit that they did. So hopefully this will be a benefit and it'll work out in my favor in the long run and I'm not having to deal with a ton of denture issues and having to go in every every month over and over because i think we've been working on this for over a year and it's just really old actually i did it i think it's coming up on about a year i think it was around last february when i went in to start this whole project so we will sit there and see what happens with these new ones i go back in on friday for some more adjustments and bite test and I think next week I go see the ear nose throat doctor and the following three weeks after that I got okayed for my gel injections for my knees so knees so that will be three weeks of knee injections that I get hopefully that will go as good as it did last time because we got a year and a half out of them which I did not expect it to, that it was that long when I went in to see my doctor. That was a big surprise. So, so yeah, it's going to be a busy next few months. Uh, we got our, I think, the first week of February. I got to get my blood test again for my six-month look at for the Maven Clod see how many T cells have regenerated and check all the other numbers. Uh, let's see. I believe beginning of March, we see our MS specialist again. And since I have yet to do an MRI with him, I have a very strong feeling that he's probably going to want to do an MRI this year, so that's going to be interesting. And we'll have to deal with that. I could go for skipping it another year or two. <laughs> I'm sure he won't since he was nice enough to let me skip it last year. Uh, and plus with the Maven Cloud, we're definitely going to want to see where where things are at, what it's looking like. But for the comics portion, we got a nice little stack of comics today. 
Starting out with Dead World, number two, three, four, and five of five. I do not have issue one. It's uh, Dead World, War of the Dead by IDW. And this was very interesting. Uh, I keep getting little bits and pieces of the whole Dead World series. And in here we got our little hippy-dippy zombie again. Controlling all the zombies. And then you got cannibals out in the world. You got half zombies. Half human, half zombies. Half half breeds. We have a female that loves her Samurai sword. She uh, is a half, half breed, a half zombie, half human, and she's oh, soon tight. Little cat sneezes. Cat attacked me as soon as I started the podcast. So he's part of it. He's rubbing up against the microphone. Uh, but she. Works alongside all the factions, actually, as we see throughout this. And she's learning how to talk to the zombies from the hippie hippie zombie that controls all the zombies. So she's learning how to control them herself. He's making a deal with the humans and the half-breeds that they're going to sit there and basically surrender and give in to the whole uh, zombie takeover because the zombies pretty much have everything and they're they're slowly taking over the population and this Bacher character the hip, that hangs out with the hippie zombie, he's kind of like, he's a normal military uh, soldier that just hangs with the hippie zombie and plays as his device to talk between the humans, the half-breeds, the zombies, cannibals, and all the characters. Kind of let them know what's all going on and what the offers are. It's like the I'm covered in cat hair here. I'm just trying to get it off everything. It's just taking over. I don't know how... A cat sheds so bad in wintertime, but in summertime, he doesn't shed. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But uh, Basically, the whole plan is for the zombies to take over everything. The humans to give in. The zombies will let the healthy humans breed. They can just live in breeding pits. And once they get old and useless, can't bear children or can't 
produce children or can't be any use to the zombies, then they become zombie food. Because with all these zombie armies, you got to feed them. So, <laughs> it's a very interesting world that they deal with. I, I like some of the storylines and stuff, but I just really hated the artwork in this one. So, I don't know whether or not I'm going to look for issue one and keep this run, or if I'm just going to get rid of this run altogether. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, I'll just keep it in my collection for now, and then if I do come across number one, I'll hold on to them all. If I don't, when I re-go through my comics down the road, I can put it in the get rid of pile and go from there. But I don't know if there was a little layout in here. It would be so much easier if I didn't have a cat that I'm trying to work around but the small outpost continues to hold out against constant zombie attacks led by Rand the leper who was the victim of brutal experiments he's the hippie zombie uh, hope continues to dwindle with each battle Donna arrives and it is revealed she is half human and a half zombie. That's the sword wielding chick that I was talking about. The king zombie has Deke imprisoned. Is Deke a madman or does he hold the secret to the rise of the dead? Deke is this character that's and he looks like an old soldier that's just lost his mind, gone goofy, and he's just hanging out in this Character picks him up every now and then and drags him around with him. I don't know what his whole basis of the storyline is with this whole story, but uh, he makes appearances, but doesn't do much throughout this, but they, we do see him getting together. Uh, but yeah, it's... It's an interesting look into the whole world of the of that uh, zombie storyline. So, check it out if you're into Dead World, or if you want to get into Dead World. I basically did it for, and I if. I was going to start in Dead World, I'd go to trades and do it that route. That would probably be the easiest way. Because there's a bunch of them out there. And we got Evil Ernie issue two. We're getting to learn a little bit more about little Ernie here. And I'm still confused as shit. I don't know if Ernie's Evil Ernie is in entire different entity and he's just trying to take over this young kid kid's body or if this is actually the kid and everything is evil Ernie which we're still going to have to wait for another issue or two to find out more we get to see Smiley working with him in this one a little bit more we get to see him get himself a fancy little Nice little 
tricked out chopper motorcycle. Uh, I see he has a wonderful girlfriend that he's going to probably screw that all up with. We learn more about the female bartender that just so happened sent him on his way to his death and introduced him to the smiley pin in the first episode, first issue. Uh, we get to see another crossover with a clash between Ernie and the little gang of biker kids that harassed him in the first issue. I'm still very confused with this run, where it's going, what we're going to end up getting out of it. I did get two covers because I really liked the one cover and they, at the time of this publishing, there was a variety of comics that were doing Nirvana parody covers of the naked child in the swimming pool from the old Nirvana cover that made controversy many years ago. So I had to get that cover. Plus I got another cover that I thought was pretty kick-ass. Something I wouldn't mind displaying on a wall someday. And then I vaguely remember reading number one of Nick's issue one and I seen number two on a shelf so I figured what the hell I'll grab it see how if the story's still going because I slightly recall enjoying the first one but I'm not positive but in this issue we get to see Nick's Go home to see her cheerful little father, (laughs) the demon spawn chaos that rules the underworld, Uh, the mad god chaos, and her and him go back and forth arguing, fighting, telling stories. Talking about the past, present, future, possibilities, things that could happen. And it's just, Nix is very confused at this moment and doesn't know what she wants to do. So, you have to see what options she has and what she decides on. And I like where the story's going. I do want to go... It's one I was not going to get into. I stupidly bought the first issue. And then now I got the second issue. And I'm pretty sure I'll probably keep buying them when I see them. I'm not putting them on my pull list. I'm just going to leave it at that. And when I see them in a store, if I need a comic to read, then maybe I'll pick up the next one. We'll go from there. And we got issue 325 of Spawn from Image Comics. 
I got excited when I seen the cover because the cover, this was one that I just, I believe I just ordered the Todd McFarlane cover. And uh, it happens to have Cygor on it. So I was all excited thinking Cygor was going to be in this issue, but we did not get Cygor. We got an introduction to another spawn. We get to see Centurion spawn is now part of the game. So another character enters the realm. I don't know if we're going to get another single individual comic run for this character. I'm hoping not. I'm really hoping they stop now. We got to meet the Forsaken in here, which is a big badass angel type character. And he's got some issues with the spawns, apparently. And then we go back into the human characters storyline where we find out what a little more of what they're trying to do with this with Al Simmons and uh all these other spawn characters, what the prophecies are and all that stuff. So we get a little bit deeper with those characters. We get a little more about what's up with Al Simmons and what's up with the whole king spawn thing. Who's going to take it? If someone's going to take it, if Al's going to take the crown, what's going on with that? And... We get into a discussion about Cagliostro again. We want to find out more about what's going on with Cagliostro. And we happen to come across another interesting character in here. He has a symbol on his chest. And his uniform, which kind of is like a symbiote style uniform. It just... It's pulling me in a direction towards a character that I'm not sure if we're going to actually go there or not. And we're also seeing some Serpentine-style characters and stuff that we don't know what's going to happen. We get to see a variety of spawns that we don't know what's going to happen. Are these characters imprisoned in some type of laboratory? Uh... Or are they loose looking for the different realms and corners of the realms and the crown itself? So maybe they could bear the power. I mean, <coughs> excuse me. I need a drink of water, actually. Uh, it's like the way they're playing around with this. With introducing us to so many characters, this could be a crazy outcome in the long run. With where they're going to go and how big this war is going to get. I thought it would stick to Spawn-style Hell Realm. But I think we're going to get a little deeper than that. I think we got a good variety of other characters that are going to vie for some positioning in this whole battle. And... We're going to see some, a lot of new 
characters I never seen before, at least, or that had minor introductions in the past. So, who knows? We'll see. We do have the. Uh, is it Scorch that we haven't read yet? There is one new spawn one that I think's on its way that we haven't read issue one of yet. One of the side issue runs. But we'll see when we get it. We'll talk about it then. Hey, the last comic we're going to talk about, I have a four issue run of Storm. Number one to four from Marvel Comics. This is basically, it deals a lot with uh, Aurora, Storm, kind of getting in a battle. There's something going on with some Gene Nation characters. And along the way, there was a fight. And a bunch of characters got off, and one just happened to lose her face, and she just just so happens to look a lot like Aurora. So Cable happens to find her body, and feels that it's Storm. So. He's mourning her while trying to find out more information on it. And along the way, you got Wolverine trying to keep an eye on things. You got Xavier trying to look into people's minds. And we get to find a variety of characters known as the Gene Nation. We get to learn more about these characters. Uh... There is a group of them that survived a certain certain Tribune trial. There's a, a dimension or an area where a Mikhail character just so happens to like... It's kind of a giant King of the Hill battle where uh, a lot of these gene nation kids as they're born they fight their way to the top of this mountain trying to prove themselves and along the way they age really fast uh, and they're taking out other gene nation members to get their positioning get higher on atop the mountain at the same time, we when Storm appears, we happen to see that Callisto is there, and she's trying to get to the top of the mountain to seek revenge for something. And Storm finally adapts to the powers so she can fly to the top of the mountain instead of having to battle her way up and through the mountain like everybody else has to. This... Did not interest me at all. It was very boring. The covers are fun. They're die, the die cut style covers and stuff. They got that textured feel to them. But uh, 
I did not care for the storyline at all. These these four comics are definitely going for sale. Uh, <laughs> or maybe they'll end up in one of my next comic boxes that gets sold. If you want to support the podcast and you heard the advertisement, you can get yourself a box or a bag of comics. And these might just happen to end up in there if you're into X Men and stuff. I'm not. It's not a bad story. I mean, by all means, if you're into the X Men style stuff, it's not bad at all. But for me, I just I have a lot of problems reading that these different X-Men group style comics and certain characters they just don't really catch catch my eye or ear uh, Wolverine's one of the few that I'll go out and grab stuff for and read individually but uh I just, this one's too drawn out, too boring for me. So, but check it out. Storm, number one to four, limited series, just four issues. And gives you a nice introduction to a variety of characters that at least I didn't know nothing about. It's different. These G Nation characters, the few that they had that uh, were put in a separate area and kept away from everybody for future use. There's a group of them that's very interesting looking characters, but we're not seeing nothing about it. So it's... It's like... Aurora Monroe is Storm, co-leader of the outlaw band of heroes, the X-Men, and a mutant with the ability to manipulate the weather. Aurora Monroe is dead, performing a ceremony of remembrance in the sewer system beneath Manhattan for the deformed outcast mutants who once dwelled there. Something happened. Cable her colleague, found a faceless corpse at the site that must have been Storm. Uh, it's like she goes into ultimate, like an alternate dimension type area, and that's where these Gene Nation characters apparently came from. I don't know. Uh, you have to get deeper into the story to really understand it all, but but if you do know the story and you like it, these are for you. So you'll find them for sale either on eBay or in my bargain deals. But that's it for the comic portions. The past week I had a few notes that I don't think I ever talked about either. It's like they had a thing with the Pope watching a circus perform uh, using music from the game Undertale. Which I think is that one with the little, the turtle and stuff and all the sea critters. But they did this thing in a giant white cathedral. I mean, I'm talking white. 
washed big time with huge a huge expense of Christ burning or something. And he looks like he's trapped in a bunch of vines or whatever type art giant art piece behind the Pope. And he's just sitting on a throne with guards around him in the middle of this giant white room. And the circus performers are off to the side in a corner, just all dancing around, juggling, doing their little things in the corner while the Pope just sits there. And the amount of money that was used for that event alone and that building and all that shit that's around the Pope. Oh my God. I just don't understand. We could fix so many things around this world if we used our heads. Uh, sadly, a 10th grade hockey player died after an on-ice collision playing hockey. He fell on the ice and his neck got cut by another player's skate. And he must have bled out. And we have the president of Turkmenistan wants to extinguish the gates of hell. It's a crater that's been burning since 1971. It's a gas drilling collapse the size of about 190 feet in diameters by 70 feet deep. Just started burning. Things been burning for 50 years, but now they're going to put it out because of environmental reasons and stuff. But no, it's kind of unique that it's burning like that. You got lava pits and stuff. I don't know why you couldn't let that keep going, but Sounds like they're going to put out the gates of hell and that's going to happen when they do that. Never know. Might release something. Okay, I wasn't paying attention to the time, so we ran out of time there as I was talking. But you got the gist of whatever I was talking about, I'm sure. Uh, but let's get into some health topics. Uh, let's see what I can find in my old... Old notes here and stuff. We got some stuff on seizures. Seizures, a sudden surge of unusual electrical activity in the brain. Seizures can cause changes in movement, behavior, awareness. Some seizures have obvious symptoms. Other symptoms are subtler and harder to recognize. Some symptoms of a seizure include changes to sense of smell, sound, or taste, which can also mean like a heart attack or a stroke, or other things. Uh, confusion, dizziness, feelings of fear, panic, or deja vu, numbness and tingling, staring or unresponsiveness, loss of consciousness, Uncontrollable jerking movements, shaking or twitching, and visual disturbances. Usually they, a seizure lasts from 30 seconds to 2 minutes, but they can last longer. It's like I hated watching my puppy go through seizures. My seizures have been oddball times, uh, weird points in my life. Um, I 
Yeah, the main main ones last for a few minutes. But I've had some that felt like they lasted a lot longer than that. But it's not a very common symptom for MS, but you can have can get it. Uh, and people in the general population also experience seizures, of course, and there's lots of conditions that can cause seizures. I had friends with epilepsy and epileptic attacks. But they can occur as part of a disease relapse or independent of a relapse. Sometimes a seizure is the first noticeable sign of MS. Uh, a study in 2017 found a close link between chronic demyelination and seizures in mice. Uh, common types of seizures for people with MS are focal seizures that include focal aware seizures, previously known as simple partial seizures. These seizures start in one side of the brain, and the person is aware of their surroundings during the seizure. Uh, focal impaired awareness seizures. These seizures used to be called complex partial seizures. They begin in one part of the brain, and the person is unaware of their surroundings during the seizure. Mine were more of the first one, the focal aware seizure. And then focal to bilateral tonic-clonic seizures. They made that name fun. Previously referred to as a secondarily generalized seizures. These seizures start in a section of the brain on one side, but spread to reach both sides of the brain. What else causes seizures? They're usually associated with epilepsy, which causes unpredictable reoccurring seizures. It's usually diagnosed when someone has two seizures with no apparent cause. It's possible to have both MS and epilepsy. In fact, the risk of epilepsy is about three times higher for people with MS than for others. Well, that's interesting. That's the first I've heard of that. Some other causes of seizures include higher low sodium or glucose levels, excessive alcohol consumption. Jesus, drink yourself into seizures. Uh, brain infection, brain tumor, certain medications, head trauma, high fever, lack of sleep, recreational drug use, and stroke. Uh, perox peroximal, proximal symptoms include inability to move, lack of coordination, muscle contractions or spasms, slurring speech, Stabbing sensations, particularly in the face. Unusual sensations, such as burning, itching, numbness, and tingling. Weakness, involuntary movements, and tremors. Triggers for paroxysmal 
Symptoms can include emotional stress, fatigue, hyperventilation, sudden movement or change in body positioning, temperature change and touch. Other things that can sometimes look or feel like a seizure include a cardiac arrhythmia, a migraine when accompanied by aura, visual disturbances or fainting, narcolepsy and other sleep disorders including movement disorders and night terrors, panic attack, Tourette's syndrome, transient ischemic attack, transient ischemic attack, Mm, say it three times fast. Uh, when should you see your doctor? If it's your first time having a seizure, of course. If you're pregnant, if you have diabetes, a high fever, heat exhaustion, you immediately had a second seizure, or you had an inquiry during a seizure or an injury during a seizure. Sorry about that. Uh, My brain's all over. Having one seizure does not mean you'll have another. It could be a one-time event, but you never know when they're going to happen. You don't get heads up that they're coming, so it's not like you can just prepare for it. Basically, let your doctor know People with MS can have seizures, but they are not always directly related to MS. There are several conditions that can cause symptoms similar to a seizure. If you have MS and think you've had a seizure, make an appointment with a doctor or neurologist. They can help you figure out what caused your symptoms and come up with a treatment plan if needed. Yeah, I only had a few seizures in my lifetime and they were minor Only lasted a few minutes or so, but they can freak you out when they happen. Involuntary spasms and not being able to control your body. I've when I dealt with my friend one friend with epilepsy, it's like we'd be out at a bar and stuff and you'd see her eyes go and it's like yeah, she's going into a seizure, you just quickly get over there, grab grab anything out of her hands and just Kind of give her some room and make sure she doesn't swallow her tongue or anything like that. Bite her tongue off. Uh, Let's see. This article talks about art art therapy and how it helps. MS symptoms. I mean, it's pretty much anything like that is wonderful for MS. Art therapy, uh, music therapy. Dance therapy, uh, playing games, uh, just enjoying yourself, doing something that's fun. I mean, if you want to learn tap dancing, get yourself a pair of tap shoes and you know, learn how to play the drums or guitar or something. It's art. There's so many ways you can get into art and you can get into drawing, painting, spraying, uh, 
even going to the cemeteries and doing charcoal rubbing, that's just some fun stuff. Uh, you can do finger paints, you can do oil paints, you can do watercolors, and there's so many different types of art that you could do. You could get, you don't want to do any type of drawing or coloring or inking at all. You can get yourself a big old pile of clay and do some uh, statuesque style art. Uh, do some molding. I, why can't I think of the basic name of shaping dirt with your hands? <laughs> uh, sculpting. Get into sculpting clay. That's something fun. Uh, get into pottery work. You can make your pieces and then you get to paint your pieces. And there's this wood burning. And there are so many types of art that you could just get yourself into something simple. I mean, even doing stuff like beadwork, uh, leather work. Depends what your body allows you to have. Uh, what your hands allow you to do. How long you can work with them. Uh, <clears throat> just a variety of things that can help you in the long run. Keep your mind and your cognitive issues at bay and keep your mind active and it's good for your body what's good for your mind is good for your body and vice versa uh, nowadays they have tons of uh, blank characters you can buy like Funko Pops you can buy blank ones and paint them yourself you can get these big these cool <laughs> They got a variety of cool big statues that you can put in your home that you can paint up however you want. You can get Mandalorian helmets and paint them up. Paint them up. You can get stormtrooper helmets and stuff. Uh, pilots helmets. And there are so many cool things out there that you can get now. If you want to learn how to make knives, and you can get into forging. But that's something i'd love to do but heat's really bad for most of us so that could be a detrimental thing in the long run uh working with paints when you're using your paint thinners and stuff like that and you're cleaning your brushes do that in your garage uh or outside do it in an atmosphere where you have a ventilation system do not do it the old bob ross way where you're taking that big brush and just happily slapping it against your uh, paint stand because you're just inhaling vapors and that's why you're getting so happily high and those vapors sadly took him from us at an earlier life than he should have because he was locked in a building painting all day long just constantly inhaling those those fumes and that's what his son believes is the thing that took him out in the end and many people believe so 
Be careful with that. Be careful with any supplies that are poisonous. Try and always use them in an external atmosphere or something that's well ventilated. But, but yeah, there's lots of ways you can get into the keeping your mind active. Uh, you can do simple puzzle books and you can do puzzles themselves. You can get into model making and lots of different hobbies, crafting, lots of things you can do to keep your mind active. But art's always fun. If it's something you can always leave behind, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It's an original. It's something you did. It can be the stupidest little thing in the world. And who knows, some day down the line, maybe it'll be worth something, something to someone else. They might see it and fall in love with it. Who knows? But it's stuff you can put out there in the atmosphere and you can always just make it and destroy it if you want. Don't want people to see it. It's, you can do that too. And they have writing courses where they'll have a group get-togethers where you do a little writing session and you share your writings together and then destroy them or keep everything to each other and you don't share what's going on in the group to other people. It's just it's private and stuff like that. Uh, there's people that will make stuff and burn it, destroy it, blow it up. Uh, it's just it's all in your opinion what you like to do because it's your thing. You can do what you want with it. So, yeah, take that into consideration. Some art. Put a little art in your life. A little Art Baltazar from Oh Yeah Comics. Oh, yeah. Sit there and watch some of his YouTube videos and see him doing some drawing. But let's look at some benefits of Manuka honey based on science. It's like Manuka honey is a type of honey native to New Zealand, which I do notice in odd New Zealand stuff. When it comes to honey production, usually flowered honeys and stuff I buy. Uh, it's produced by bees who pollinate the flower Leptospermin, Scoparium, commonly known as the Manuka bush. Manuka honey's antibacterial properties are what set it apart from traditional honey. Manuka honey's antibacterial properties are good for... Us with MS, uh, methylglyoxal is an active ingredient and likely responsible for these antibacterial effects. Additionally, Manuka honey has antiviral, anti-inflammatory, which is good for us, all that, and, and antioxidant benefits. It's been used traditionally for wound healing soothing sore throats, preventing tooth decay, and improving digestive issues, which is interesting, the tooth decay, because it is sweet. But if you don't want to use that eel's sugar, you can use honey or pure maple syrup for a sweetener, and it's way healthier for you. Uh, some benefits of Manuka honey. 
is it aids in wound healing uh, applied topically manuka honey effectively treats burns ulcers and non-healing wounds it has also been shown to combat antibiotic resistant strains of infections such as MARSA, MRSA. Research shows Manuka honey inhibits the growth of harmful oral bacteria that can cause gingivitis and tooth decay. Unlike refined sugar, it has not been shown to cause tooth decay. Manuka honey can help treat sore throats. Research shows it attacks bacteria that causes soreness, especially in patients undergoing chemotherapy or radiation. Manuka honey's potent antibacterial effects may help treat gastric ulcers caused by H. pylori. It may also prevent alcohol-induced gastric ulcers. Manuka honey may decrease inflammation in individuals with IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. It may also be effective at attacking C, C. diff, C. diff. I don't know what that is. Not sure. Manuka honey has been shown to attack harmful bacteria that cause upper respiratory infections in individuals with cystic fibrosis, but further studies are needed. Like everything, there's always more studies, more studies, more studies. Momani, Momani, Momani. Manuka honey's ability to treat acne appear favorable given its antibacterial and anti-inflammatory properties. So there you go, you can give it to your teenagers to help them with that acne issue. And they're eating a healthier sweetener instead of sugar all the time, which ends up giving them pimples. Uh, Manuka's honey's ability to treat acne and pure favorable, given its antibacterial and anti-inflammatory properties. Uh, people with diabetes should consult a doctor before using it. Uh, those allergic to honeys or bees and infants should talk to a doctor before using it. It's safe to consume for the majority of people over the age of one. Nevertheless, people with diabetes and those allergic to bees or other types of honey should take their talk to their health care provider before using it. So, yeah, I'm going to keep an eye out for it try and use it we've been finding we've been having a lot of luck lately with finding some interesting natural honeys and uh, maple syrups and stuff like that uh, let's see we've been talking a lot about this lately intermittent fasting how can it help you lose weight uh, yeah we talked about this 16-8 me method and 5-2 method, yeah, this is, this is all stuff we talked about. We know all about intermittent fasting and whether or not you want to try it or not. Check it out. Set your own limits. If you want to do the 16-8, 16 hours, 
fasting, eight hours eating, or I do the 20 hours fasting, four hours eating, which right now I'm all over the place this week because this morning again, the cat had me up from 1.30 to 6. Then I went back to sleep till 9. That just got my system all screwed up, so... That's not going good at all with that. <laughs> a little shithead needs to be put in the corner. <clears throat> but I think we're just going to leave it at that today. That's pretty good. Well, I could end it with a little exercise. Do some jawline exercises. Kind of build up that jaw. Strengthen it. It's the first thing people notice in your face. You don't want those extra sagginess, saggy sides and stuff. You can do a neck curl up. Basically, bring your chin to your chest, then lift your head off the grind. You're doing this while you're laying on your flat on your back. Uh, then lift your head off the ground about two inches. Don't lift your stomach and don't poke your chin out. Start by doing three sets for 10 reps and gradually build up the more. Take your time because these muscles are often underdeveloped and can cause neck strain if you try too much too fast and you don't want neck strain and then have to work on the computer and deal with that too. Get the collarbone back up. Sitting on your buttocks with your knees bent. Keeping your head level with the floor, bring your head back several inches to feel muscles on either side of your throat contract and relax. Start with three sets of 10 reps at first and then progress to holding the position for more than 30 seconds. Make sure that your ears stay over your shoulders and your head stays level. Interesting. There's the tongue twister. This will target the muscle underneath the chin. You're sitting with your legs crossed. And your hands on your knee. Just outstretched straight out over your knees. Place your tongue on the roof of your mouth directly behind your teeth. Press your tongue to completely close the roof of your mouth and add tension. Begin humming and making a vibration sound. This will activate the muscles. Complete three sets of 15. And then vowel sounds. These movements target the muscles around the mouth and on the sides of the lips. Open your mouth wide. Then say O. Followed by E. Be sure to exaggerate these sounds and movements and not show or touch your teeth. Perform three sets of 15. Then there's the chin up. This exercise helps lift the face and chin muscles. Also sitting with your knee legs crossed and your arms just laying across your knee out or stretch out forward over your knees. With your mouth closed, push your lower jaw out and lift your lower lip. You should feel a stretch build just under the chin and in the jawline. Hold the position for 10 to 15 seconds. Then relax and perform three sets of 15 of those. And some other things you can do is 
eat a healthy, balanced diet, get regular exercise. Just, these are just things if you want to have that the rock style chin. I can try these exercises out and see what happens. See if they help you out at all. But we're going to leave it there for today. So be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Good shit a monster. Check out Crimson Cull Comic Club. Check out Under the Cull. Keep following Under the Cull of MS. Tell a friend or two or three. Uh, like us. Subscribe. Even if you're not following, reading, or listening to us, you can still like and subscribe. Uh, You can go to all your family members' phones and you can add it to all their devices if you want. And like and subscribe on it that way too. Anything to help us get recognized so we can get ourselves out there. But... We'll talk to you again tomorrow, probably with some health stuff. And you have a good day.